hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight we have uh, some exciting news. Not only do we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and not only do we have Anthony Amato, a.k.a. Shimato, but we also have friend of the pod, first time on recording, Stephen Cummings, who's a big fan of our topic tonight, and that's why he's our he's our expert. He's our, uh, our special, special guest, guest expert yeah. here. Yeah. So, so welcome, Stephen. Welcome, man. Awesome. Glad to have you here. Awesome. Glad to be here, guys. Yeah, man. We're we're excited to have you on the pod. Um, we have a really awesome uh, main highlight topic tonight. So in light of Mandalorian Season 2 uh, right around the corner, we are actually doing tonight, we are ranking all Star Wars movies, all 11 of them. And we're going to kind of go through our top five. Uh, we're actually going to go through all of our top ones and have some cool dialogue over that. So I'm pretty excited about it. I'm pretty excited about it too, guys. Can't wait to get, get into it. So tell us, Stephen, you, you're obviously here because you're a Star Wars expert. Oh, definitely. I've loved Star Wars since I was a kid. My first memory of it is um, watching with my dad. I love it so much, I tried to convince my wife to let me name my first son Anakin. <laughs> how, did, how did she do on that? Or how did uh, you do? My son's name's Carson, so you see how that goes. <laughs> I awesome. tried Luke. I tried Anakin. Couldn't get anything on? Huh? Couldn't get a Did you try mind. Yoda? No, not that. Oh. I would think she would at least like Luke. Luke is at least like, you could get away with Luke. Oh, for sure. Luke's such a normal name. Exactly, yeah. There's some there's some listener named Luke who's like, dude, I'm not normal. <laughs> <laughs> You're calling me average? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, well, listen, so if you, uh, if you the, to our listeners, if you go on the show notes, you can look and see um, on the timestamp for when we start talking about our main topic tonight where we go through the uh, pretty much every Star Wars movie, we rank all of them. Uh, you can go through that and um, just skip ahead. But before we get into that, we, we do have some news. So, uh, Justin, you had some news. We're going to start with you, and uh, we're going to talk about the news before we get into our main highlight. Yeah, okay. So, um, Michael B. Jordan, uh, our favorite, one of our favorite guys here I'm talking about on this podcast. No doubt. Uh, he is in talks to produce a Static Shock live-action movie So for, the, for DC Comics. So, I'm pretty awesome. excited about that. Uh, Static Shock, uh, the animated show growing up was one of my favorites, uh, right up there with the Batman animated series. Yeah. Really good stuff. Uh, it was one of those that, um, it wasn't around for a long time, but it definitely, uh, like in the show, it, it touched on a lot of like touchy, uh, sub, uh, subjects and topics that go on, um, socially. Um, and it was kind of ahead of its time in that way. And I think that that's part of the reason why it didn't last too long because uh, the producers and stuff they or the the studio heads were like no this is pushing too many too many uh, real issues here and yeah. uh, we want to go ahead and pull it but uh, definitely deserves a live action movie I'm very excited about it for sure so it's just rumored right now right it hasn't actually been well confirmed. My, nothing confirmed but Michael B Jordan's uh, he he's pitching the idea to the studio and they're in talks for making this happen so nothing confirmed yet um, we are uh, fingers crossed here so. Yep. Man, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Uh, something uh, different other than Batman and Superman, right? <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Anything MBJ touches, man, turns to gold. I've, yeah, I feel just the about, same way. Just yeah, about. Just about, yeah. yeah. We, don't, we won't talk about Fantastic Four. Yeah, was, with, <laughs> with the exception of Fantastic Four. Uh, but that's that wasn't all his fault. Anyways, that's cool, man. Big deal, big deal. Um, Anthony, you got some news? Yeah, I do. Um, so it was recently announced that uh, the show Dexter um, is going to be having in 2020, 
2021 a 10-episode revival, which will be really interesting revival. because because I was not a huge fan of the ending of the final season. And, you know, it, it was a really interesting show. It had... It was, it was a very, very up-and-down show. It's one of the, probably one of the biggest shows that is known for its up-and-down nature. It really conveyed the idea of what the villain in the season, like, they they drove how good the, the, the season was. Because very, very much so, it was him versus a singular serial killer was usually what was happening in each season. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on how strong that serial killer was, was kind of how um, how the season ran. So, like, you know, you'd have a really strong character, and you'd be like, oh, this is a, this is a really, really good season. Um, you know, and then you'd have, you know, not so strong ones, and then it just wasn't a good season. It's very much filled the idea of, you know, for every Batman, he needs his Joker, even though Dexter is definitely not a Batman. But <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, yeah. But yeah, so but it'll be very interesting to see how they they deal with this issue. See if they can wrap up his story maybe a little bit better. Yeah, the um, ending was pretty terrible, man. Yeah, it was yeah. one of the worst endings. Yeah, it was by it, far. It was it was real rough, and I don't know. It was definitely one of those shows where I feel like I could have wrote a better ending. But there's a lot of shows <laughs> that I feel like I could have wrote a better ending, but yeah. Good deal. So when is that supposed to come out? Um, not anything specific yet. Just as, it's just 2021 at the moment. Yeah, 10 episodes. Hopefully those 10 episodes can draw back in a fan base that they potentially lost that last uh, yeah. season. Uh, it was it was a pretty hard uh, final season for sure. And, yeah. uh, I mean, the first three seasons I thought were, like, amazing, incredible. Um, and then every season after that I watched it with, like, uh, it used to be good, it used to be good, it's going to get back, yeah. it's going to get back. And then it just never got to that level yeah. again. And, uh, I mean, hopefully they can find a way to uh, bring the fans back in. So, yeah. That's- was it season four with um that had uh, Lithgow in it? I, I thought it was, it was three, but it could have been four. Then yeah. it was the yeah. Then the first and, four seasons. Then. And Colin Hanks is season. I enjoyed the one with Colin Hanks. That was the Alpha and Omega, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, um, those th- those were that was probably the last good season. <laughs> so, which I yeah. think was six. And that last season was rough. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Well, I think uh, something that I think everyone is excited about moving forward, and I don't have any news, by the way. I'm just going to kind of move into our, our the next part of our show, next part of this pod, our main spotlight, where we are going to um, pretty much we're going to rank every Star Wars live action film. Um, so it does not include things like The Mandalorian or any of the animated stuff, which are all really good. Um, but just the live action movies, so there's eleven of them total, and uh, yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna kind of unveil our rankings. So what we did ahead of time, everybody, uh, all three of you sent in your top eleven. Well, no, I don't want to say top eleven. Your entire mm-hmm. uh, lineup of uh, eleven Star Wars movies ranked, and I'm going to and I kind of calculated the scores where we kind of got a consensus for those rankings. And then as we go one by one, starting with number 11 all the way through number one, we will kind of briefly talk about each film a little bit, some of the things we loved, or maybe one of the reasons why some of those movies are so low in the list. Right, yeah. (laughs) But again, we have the Star Wars itch right now um, in a... In a world where there is uh, little con- little new content, you know, The Mandalorian Season 2 is right around the corner. So we're just yep. we're just getting excited. So we're talking Star Wars tonight. So with that being said, do um, you guys have any questions before we jump in? 
Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, ready to roll? I mean, ready to roll. Steven, you ready to roll? Yes, sir. Okay. I mean, I'd say my only question is, does Phantom Menace count as live action with how much CGI there was? <laughs> <laughs> great. That's great, actually. That's good. <laughs> Very for, good. For this conversation, it does. So let's start with the the film that collectively in our rankings finished dead last, number 11 of 11, and that is episode number two, <laughs> Attack of the Clones. God, I dead hate last. Sand. Yeah, but I saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. If that was if that was number ten, I probably would have just uh, ended this pod and be like, no, "There's no way we can go further from this because <laughs> it's way too high." Yeah, but uh, way too high. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean it makes sense. A dead last. So much going on in that movie that just yep. was rushed. It was. I mean, it's like the perfect middle movie where like it doesn't do enough, but then it, like builds just enough from the last one, but it never reaches the culmination yep. of being good or right. solving or resolving anything. So. Well, it didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, it's sad because lots of times like the middle movie can be like the best movie in a trilogy. You know? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. When, Which... you're, when you're dealing with that kind of stuff. Like, for example, like Dark Knight. Dark Knight was so good. And, you know, it's the middle movie in that in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, yeah. great point. You know, to me, the, the last one is kind of turned into like a romance novel. You know? Number yeah. Attack of the Clones, that's all it was. It was kind of like a romance. Yeah, it was yeah. establishing that relationship. Yep. Super sappy. Yeah, yeah. so sappy. Super sappy. Angsty. Yeah. <laughs> very it's angsty. Just, it's hard to watch. It's hard to, it's hard to watch. It's to be very honest. awkward, too, because especially going, transitioning from the first one to the second one, where they have, obviously, like Jake Lloyd, a child actor, going into Hayden Christensen, and was a little older, and he's like falling for this uh, uh, Padme, and she's uh, looks like the same age in the last movie, and yet, yeah. like, it's. It's a weird little uh, age dynamic going on here. Yeah. The whole know. casting yeah. was horrible, in my opinion, for those two roles. Oh yeah, oh, both yeah. roles, both even roles. Anakin. Yes, for the whole for the whole um, episodes one through three, or just two, just two. So, you, been... so you, your main your main gripe is the rat tail. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. That rat tail is intense, man. But it's then bad. again, Obi Wan had it in Phantom Menace. So, yeah, yeah, but uh, he he handled it better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See that was 1999. Things yeah. were different back then. I will. I will <laughs> say this: the the one scene that kind of like was actually doable was him going rage mode on the. Was that that was an Attack of the Clones? That huh? was the very yeah. last uh, transition scene. Yep. So yeah, that was that was really cool. That's fair. Yeah, that was actually a good scene. So here's here. This is where we're going to stop with this conversation on Attack of the Clones. I was telling my wife about uh, today's episode and the list, and she was guessing my. Um, uh, order my order. That's right, and she did actually pretty well. Um, but when I when I talked to her about the last one on my list, no surprise was Attack of the Clones. She's like, "Oh yeah, that's right." And, but then she's like, "But that one was just really sad." And I was like, "What do, what do you mean it was really sad?" Because I told her like, "There's nothing like memorable about this movie. There's nothing that like really stands out." She's like, "Yeah, but that one's really sad." And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "When all the Jedi die," and I was like. No, you're talking about Revenge of the Sith. Like you're you are making my point for me. Yeah. There's nothing <laughs> me- you don't n- remember anything about this film. Yeah. And yeah. then she's like, "Yeah, I guess I guess I don't." I mean, yeah, if you want to say something something sad, the sad part would be his mother dying. But like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be like the only thing. But she was definitely talking about uh the Jedi dying. So, we'll, we we will get to Revenge of the Sith later on, thankfully. Yes. Um but let's move on to number 10. Um, which which is episode number one, The Phantom Menace. Big shocker there. Yeah. yeah. Steven, talk to us about The Phantom Menace. 
I mean, the, to me, the whole Phantom Menace, the, the big problem with that was way too much CGI, for one. Mm-hmm. Jar Jar was just annoying, the entire thing. <laughs> for a kid, it was a great movie. Sure. You know, coming up, being 10 years old, watching, you're like, holy crap, this is amazing. But now, as an adult, it's just like, stupid. The best way I can say it. <laughs> why, uh, right? We ask ourselves yeah, why. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I think what just happened was there were too many toys in the toy chest. You know, yes. like, all of a sudden, he... Uh, there's, like, the old saying with, like, an engineer, where, like, if you give them, like, free reign, it doesn't work out well. But if you give them a set parameters, they can just be, like, they'll d- destroy the product. They'll do fantastic with it. So that's kind of how I felt like George Lucas kind of went with that. He had too much at his disposal, and it just kind of was all over the place, and he, he just went he just went straight up ham on CGI. Yeah. yeah. He, he was like, oh, look, we have computers now. We can do all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's do everything possible. Like, he spared no expense on that budget, I'm sure. And yep. they just went nuts with yeah. every CGI possible. Yep. So a ton of CGI obviously mm-hmm. didn't make it fun. The mm-hmm. only good thing, to me, though, the things that were good about it was obviously, like, the massive upgrade in, like, lightsaber battles yes, yes. Oh, yes. very yes. much so like that was Almost that was night awesome. and day from yeah the original from the originals trilogy. right yeah which it's again you go back and watch some of those originals and they're just standing stiff, there kind of stiff yeah. swinging the, yeah. yeah so then you got darth maul with a double ed, edge lightsaber yeah. over here yeah. yeah it was amazing and that was another thing that i hated about it they underutilized him so much oh my gosh. yeah because yeah. 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 he looks so he looks so Crazy, yeah. Like yes. you yeah. just want to see him do crazy things. You, yeah, you, know, you don't. Said you get a bunch of council meetings. You know. Yeah, you get. I mean, you really get like three scenes with him, like as the main. It's pretty much. Yeah, main I can thing. remember two. Yeah. yeah, but uh the last fight scene, obviously with yeah. Qui Gon and uh, him chasing yeah, down, chasing him down yep. through the yep. corridors, the Duel of Fates playing in the background. My goodness, dude, that yeah, that was good. Yeah, that, that part was great. So, Only yeah. real memorable thing. So. Um, yeah. Totally agree, and just like the fact that, and just the way they choreographed that last fight scene with like the slowing it down every once in a while with the like with the um, the the laser the doors, closing, doors yeah. and stuff like that. That just created like like built this extra tension in yeah. it to like hold. So because you were just built up so much, and then they just gave you this moment to like sit in the moment, and then it was back into action. Yeah. So, like, I will admit, like, that part was executed very well. Yeah, it yeah. was good. And Liam Neeson, too. We just got to make sure we That's true. mention yeah. his greatness in that movie. That's true. The legend oh, of yes. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's move on to number nine. So, again, this is our collective rankings for uh, all four of us on all, all 11 Star Wars films. Coming in at number nine collectively is one of the spinoff Star Wars stories, Solo. Okay. All right. Wow. Who wants to take the lead in talking I f- about Solo? I feel Solo? like that's uh, adequately placed, in my think opinion. So? Yes. Yeah, I really do. Um, yeah. I mean, really, the the re- only redeeming part of it was Don Glover. And that's just because, I mean, I know I know Justin loves him as well. But, like, Don Glover is just a phenomenal actor, singer, comedian. He is just so talented. A writer. Like he's been on so much stuff and he's so good. And he actually like I feel like he embodied the role of Lando Calrissian actually quite well. But I mean other th- he wasn't in a ton a ton of the movie. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie was just kind of like eh and 
I don't know. Like, I think also the fact that there's the unfulfilled, like, I don't think we're ever going to get anything after that led to, once again, a crazy underutilized character in Darth Maul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He was at the very end of that. Um, For me, the main actor, um, it took him almost, like, three-fourths of the movies for me to finally, like, see, like, okay, this is actually Han, like... Yeah, uh, he was really unbelievable for the first part of it, but then that last fourth of the movie, I'm like, okay, I can see him being Han, yeah. but it just came too late for me, and I really just couldn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sense. It didn't save it for the movie. It didn't save the movie for me. So no. I was just expecting so much more from it for sure. You know, the Kessel Run, Meet and Chewy. They just could have done so much more with that than they did. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, for me, it's like I remember watching the movie, and then. I don't remember anything else. I don't remember anything about it. Was it was just like a meh feeling at Like, I remember being like, okay, I'll probably never watch that again. Not that I thought it was awful. Yeah. I was just like, when will I ever watch this again? Yeah. You know? Especially when you have so many other movies in yeah. the franchise to pick, to choose from, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. kind of, yeah, so. But, I, I mean, I really did enjoy Don Glover. He was yeah, that very, was very uh, redeeming in that. Okay, I'm excited to get to this next one. So, um, coming in at number eight... I think maybe the most controversial film in the whole um, Star Wars saga, the whole franchise, the whole universe. Number eight on our list, also episode number eight, The Last Jedi. Ooh, wow. Okay. Steven, you're you're new to the pod, friend of the pod, first-time special guest. We're going to start with you because I want to hear your thoughts. I, I, I don't know anything about you, man. I met you tonight. You know, I want to I hear your thoughts on The Last Jedi. Overall, I enjoyed it. Okay. I will be, I'll admit that. There was just a few things that were just weird to me, like the whole Leia. Yeah. Oh, Leia yeah. floating yeah. in space. Yeah, I hated that so much. <laughs> you know, I get what they were trying to do, trying to show that she could use the Force and all that. That was cool and all. Sure. But they had no backstory to back it up. Nothing. You know, besides the fact that she was a Skywalker. They should have done some, like they did in the next movie, doing a flashback to when her and Luke were training. Yeah, agreed, man. That would have made like so that. much more sense. Yeah, like seconds before that scene, it would have made so much more sense. But or or done like she gets shot out into space, and then there's like a moment where it's a flashback while she's out in space, and you get to see that a little bit. Um, and then and then she does it like she opens her eyes, and then she like shoots forward after that. A um, little bit of a flashback. That would, it, that would have been really cool to see. Yeah, it was just poorly executed, man. It really, it really was. I also think, I mean, even if they had just left it alone and let her be that's the way she goes, I would have been perfectly fine with that, oh, too. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. Absolutely. Like, like, that would have been better. Like a sacrifice for the rebellion of her of her own, you know, accord. It would have been it would have been great, and just to it see fit, that part It would fit her it. character. Yeah. And not only that, seeing her son be able to, the hesitation with that, yes. not being able to pull the trigger, yeah. that would have made it so much more meaningful for yeah. her to go. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't actually Kylo taking her out. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you guys one thing I, I really liked about the movie and then one thing I didn't like. Okay. So one thing I one thing I did like is I thought that Kylo had kind of a redemptive performance compared to uh in episode seven when he takes off his mask and he goes from being maybe the coolest villain to like a, a, a pouty teenager. Whining. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then in episode eight it's like you can kind of get behind this guy now. He's, yeah. he's he, he to me he had a much better performance like the actual actor in yeah. um the last jedi. Something I hated like I still 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 cannot understand this little love relationship thing wow. with with um with Finn and 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 Rose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
That's that storyline just didn't make Dude, a I whole lot of sense. Did not get it at all. Yeah. Man. Yep. So missed there, the mark for me on that one. There they did could, seem to be a lot of stuff in the movie that just kind of went nowhere. Yeah. Like like it was like well, like once again uh, like well, like the little kid with the broom and yeah. it's like yes okay. Is he supposed to like, be what something? Is the, now? What is that supposed to be? Yeah, you know, are we? I mean, the two years afterwards that people speculated about broom, oh broom my boy. Gosh. I mean, I think <laughs> that's probably the best thing that it contributed was all of that theory, theorizing and uh, yeah. controversy and all that. Uh, uh, people bringing back in like Metaclore. Did he have Metaclore? Like all that stupid stuff that uh, <laughs> yeah. the prequel trilogy brought up. Yeah. So hey, this was also the movie where they had the the red room fight, right? Yeah. yeah which so that I, was great. I did love that. That yep. was a great great scene. I thought yeah. the red room. But even that, uh, yeah. it's like, man, like, how come we didn't get to know any of the backstory? Like, no one, it's still to this day, like, who is who is Snoke? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. It's exactly. just frustrating. The only thing I'll say about that is we didn't really get to know Palpatine before the prequels. Pa- they did the same thing with Palpatine in number nine, sorry, number six, yeah, as okay. they did. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the you exact know, same you, thing. You yeah. really didn't get to know him. Yeah, that's you, fair. So I would see that the whole Kato bite thing. I hated that whole storyline. You could have left that entire entirely out, and it wouldn't have made any difference in the entire storyline. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't change anything. It really yeah, didn't. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. So uh, overall, though, the Last Jedi is my like. Oh man, it's it's always like my uh, the example I I give when I criticize like the Star Wars fan universe, right? Because it's like you can't please everybody, and Star Wars fans especially like tend to be. Just super sensitive. Yeah. You know? So it's like, we hate that all the movies are, are the same. Well, okay. Well, here's The Last Jedi. It's like really different. Yeah, very <laughs> you know, different. Get yeah. away from it. Well, we hate that. Go back to what's <laughs> go back to what's normal. Okay. Very true. You know? yeah. So and, I mean there's ta- yeah. I mean there's times where I, I hate that I like the last Jedi, but then there's all the yeah. times where I like I like to hate the last Jedi at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So sure. It's one it's one it's, of those, man. It's like, super controversial, man. <laughs> like all I right. said, I enjoyed it, but it was just yeah. those yeah. little bitty things that they just didn't get right. Yeah. Okay, so that's number eight on our list. So now we are going to move on to uh, number seven. But here's the fun thing. I'm going to actually have all three of you pull up your list because we don't have a number seven. We also don't have a number six. How's that possible? Because we have a three-way tie for fifth. Oh, dang. Three oh, wow. movies all tied together for fifth. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to say them, and then I want us to kind of share our list and say where these movies ranked, Okay. So again, I'm just going to say them. There's no order because they're all tied here. Tied for fifth, episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Episode seven, The Force Awakens. And episode four, A New Hope. So they're all tied in fifth on our con- on our collective list. Oh, wow. So let's start with uh, Rise of Skywalker. Why don't everyone share where Rise of Skywalker is on your list? Well, if I shared that, then it wouldn't be... I mean... What is that? It, For me, I put Rise of Skywalker as number two. Oof. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. See, this is the kind of fun stuff I want to hear. Yeah. yeah. This is good. So, okay. Yep. Wow. Well, let's let's keep going. Well, for me, uh, Rise of Skywalker came in actually at number seven. Okay. Right there. Um, you know, yeah. You go ahead, Stephen. I was right there at number seven as well. I, see, so, I had it at six. So, so I'm I'm the one holding it up. Yeah. So let's <laughs> yep. so let so let's let's hear from you first, Justin. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker, man. I don't know. Uh, I think it had a lot of a uh, lot of great scenes. Um, I, I mean, 
Babu Frick, man. I feel like that's like all I need to say yeah. and drop that down, <laughs> and that's like easily another an easy number two. But uh, yeah, a lot of cool new characters. Um, I really enjoyed the development of the force sharing with uh, with Ray and yeah. Kylo. That did yeah. produce the, my favorite moment in the entire eleven. Oh, exactly. Movies. Yeah, the passing the saber. Yeah, that the, the coolest thing that Kylo happened. just freaking pulls it Easy. out and goes yeah. ham on these yeah. uh, Knights of Ren. Yeah, that was uh, great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was an incredible scene. Um, yeah, I mean, granted, there was a there was a few things that I would change, but um, but overall, I I, found, I thought it was a a good ending. Um, in my eyes, it wasn't. I don't think it was a crappy ending, as uh, a lot of people will say, but. Overall, a lot of cool things were done. A lot of cool moments. A lot of cool um, special effects. A lot of cool. Like I, just, I enjoyed it. I man, thoroughly enjoyed two. it. Yeah, number two. Number, man. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about that right now. Wait a minute. He said that's number two. Number that's two. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. All right, uh, Anthony. How about you, man? You were saying you were going to have some comments on it earlier. Um. I mean, I I did enjoy it. Um. Quite a bit. I mean, really, for anything from here up, like that's kind of my line of yeah. like. <laughs> I enjoyed all these movies. Everything that's left, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like a like a lot. Like I mean, I've enjoyed all of the Star Wars movies, but like from like probably like seven up is where it's really like starts yeah. to kick up. So um, I mean, I did. There were a lot of cool scenes in Rise of Skywalker, like seeing um, like Ray pull, um, you know, the lightning, the Force lightning. That was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, I really did not like the ending where she, I mean, like I was okay with a lot of the wrap up, but her proclaiming herself a Skywalker at the end was really—that's the main thing I would change. Yeah, that like like it made that 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 one Which is line too cheesy for you. Or, yeah, it just made, made oh, no sense for me. I feel yeah. like it didn't it, fit the character. Um, no. like when she was mm. like kind of first introduced in seven. There was like a line. They said, "Well, who are you?" And she says, "She's nobody." Yeah, that would have been a great way. Like if she is, if she had ended that the line, she's like, "I'm nobody." No, she should have ended it with, "I'm somebody," because yeah. she grew from that point mm, where she's look nobody. Look at this. So she yep. should have said, "Who are? Hey, like who that. are you?" I'm somebody, and then that's it. The movie yeah. ends. So, I, I mean, I've would been cool with that too. It's just I felt like it was a a useless. Like, um, in like you were saying, cheesy way to like connect her with the, with the main, the, yeah. with, with the main like family line in the store in um in Star Wars. Right. I, I just felt like it was if if you wanted her to be connected to that storyline, well then you should have made her you know a Skywalker like oh, an actual like, Skywalker from yeah. the beginning. Yeah, I completely agree with Anthony as far as the, from seven on. I enjoyed pretty much every one of them. Um, it's just a matter of ticky tack things getting close to which ones I like more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Skywalker is, was very, very enjoyable as far as, um, small little things that I didn't like as far as like the, the lightning in the sky from the, all the, um, oh, the ships, starships yeah. that didn't, didn't do nothing for me. Um, the small minute things like that is what I ended up narrowing it down to. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, all right. Well, let's let's do this now. Let's talk about the Force Awakens. So this was also tied for number five on our list. So let's go around and share where the Force Awakens landed on your list. Uh, Justin, you want to go first? Yeah, uh, Force Awakens. I had it seven. Okay, so you had it seven. I had the Force Awakens um, at three. So let's see what you think, Stephen. I had it six. 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 Okay, so so this time I'm the one that's kind of holding it up here, huh? Yes. So 
I'm trying to think. Like, I don't think I have great uh, reasons as, as as much as uh, you did on the last one there, Justin. I'm trying to think, man. I think uh, similar to how I don't know if you said this on the pod or off the pod, Justin, but how you had a friend that told you with the Phantom Menace um, that just the anticipation of waiting for it for so long impacted kind of the way people thought about it. I think for me, I was just so excited about the Force Awakens. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. The hype, the hype was the, real, man. Yeah. yeah, serious, serious. I think the hype behind it, getting getting ready for it, for me, I was just thrilled. Um, I I really liked uh, just seeing Star Wars in what year was that? Now was that twenty sixteen? What were we talking about? 15? For Force Awakens, fifteen, I think. Fifteen. So I mean, just yeah, all the technology was just so much better. It just to me, it looked yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I, I to this day I'll still defend. I think Ray is a good character, and Ray. I think Finn's a good character. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I and love the, their introduction. Finn's yeah. introduction was pretty that was awesome. Fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love all Ooh, that. Man. Yeah, and the opening scene overall was yeah, just, was just it, it gave was me phenomenal. Chills, yeah, man. Like, like, yeah. Seriously, yeah. Like introduction the, the, of Kylo. They, yeah, they laid down that like what was going to happen like very well. Like that fr- that opening scene was phenomenal. Yeah, and then seeing I mean seeing Han Solo and Chewie. You know, oh, yeah. again, oh, yeah. <laughs> when, he, yeah. when he's like old and needs a cane, like it was just great. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I really liked Force Awakens. That's why I was so high on my list, number three. I yeah. mean, I love Force Awakens. It was a really good one. It's just one of those things that yeah. doesn't stand up to the other ones, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it brought back memories of seeing New Hope for the first time. It really did. The only thing I'll say about it is, is it was essentially a newer version of A New Hope. It, it really, really it very was. Much yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of symmetry. There. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a do over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fair. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of A New Hope, you like that transition here? It's a great transition. Oh. So A New Hope now, so hardcore fans are going to hate the fact that we have A New Hope tied with Rise of Skywalker and, um, uh, Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. <laughs> but A New Hope also tied for fifth on our collective list. Yes. So let's go around and say where A New Hope fell on your list. Five. Five. Four. Four. Five. Five. And I had eight. Oh, whoa. Wow. Holy no. crap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. I'm like, dang, I had it at eight, huh? That's, I, <laughs> I think, we need, I think we need to start with you and why it was so low in your yeah. Yeah. yes. Yeah, I think because it was the oldest one. You have, you have a thing for old movies. Yeah, I have a I thing for old movies. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty weird, actually. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I mean, go watch that amazing lightsaber battle with um, with Obi Wan <laughs> and, and, and Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. more do I need to say? You know, I don't. I don't always. I tend to not enjoy origin story movies as much. You know, I just, I just want to get in there, and uh, sometimes it just for me, A New Hope just moves so slow. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, I definitely like the other two in that original trilogy much better. So for me, it was just lower. And yeah. again, I have a thing against old movies. Yep, wow. you do. Nineteen seventy-seven, bro. Yeah, like my pa- my parents weren't even they didn't even know each other that yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they didn't even know each other yet. My my dad was still in college, bro. Yeah, well, it's an old movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there are definitely some good things. I I definitely understand like why you would sometimes push it down a little bit. Uh, because I mean, and I, I sometimes understand what you're saying about like all the movies. Sometimes they're a little bit cheesier, um, with it with the way they uh, do certain things and things like that. But you know, it has one of the greatest scenes with just like cinematography wise, 
with you know behind Luke as he's looking out and looking out on the suns. I mean that that scene gives you chills as you watch it. Uh, so uh, that that scene is a phenomenal scene. I, I will say that, and you know, just building everything up like that. And one of the interesting things is, you know, the lightsaber battles in the original trilogy were almost like they were. They're more built around um, the characters talking. Like, there's not a whole lot of talking in you um, in, in the in the prequel and the sequel trilogy when people are, um, when people are fighting, whereas it's, it's a, it is part of the conversation, which I mean, in a lot of ways people are like, well, why are you talking while you're fighting? There seems to be a lot of talking while we're fighting. This doesn't seem like this is normal, but, (laughs) but, um, so I could definitely see that part of it, but it is, that is one of the biggest differences between the trilogies is like the fact that they, it is a part of, it is a conversation that they're having while they're fighting. Yeah. And I think you got to take into um, account for how the movie was made. Like, when you watch that movie today, I mean, there's only, like, a few things that you'll be nitpicky on as far as, like, um, props and effects and stuff like that. But from what they were working with, man, they yeah. were they were working yeah. with, like, the Slimamala's budget in the whole entire, like, world, really, with what they produced. Like, the return that they received on that movie yeah. was, like, astronomical. And it, it created something that uh, I don't like. It starts a, a whole nerddom, a whole fandom of, yeah. of crazy lunatics that uh, some of us are sitting here in this room today. And uh, it was all accomplished with like the the minimal possible uh, effects and, sure. and, and yeah. props. So um, it's, a, it's very uh, accomplished in, yeah. in that aspect of it. So I mean, yeah, I think you have to say the combination of Star Wars and Star Trek. It literally is the infancy of nerddom as a culture. Yeah. Um, like the two of those really launched the acceptability of being nerdy or may not even the acceptability, but the the ability to obsess over something. Yeah. And uh, I guess what in media, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that movie was way ahead of its time for the special effects that it. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, know, yeah. Ahead of its time. Not only for me, it's kind of a nostalgia thing. You know, when you think back, for, you're watching Star Wars. We didn't grow up with the prequels, you know. We grew up with the original trilogy, and that was the first one I ever saw, you know. I remember yeah. sitting down with my dad, sitting down and actually getting into it, and that's what got me into being the nerd that I am now, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I'm kind of, I'm I'm actually, I'm already heartbroken knowing that I, I'm going to sit down and watch it with my kids one day, and they're going to be like, this is it? Because yeah. now they're they're used to watching like live action Lion yeah, King and sure. Aladdin yeah. and all this kind of stuff, and the those are exponentially better as far <laughs> as graphics, and they're gonna think it sucks. Like I'm like, so I'm already heartbroken knowing that I, when the moment I share that first movie with them, yeah. they're gonna be like, what what's the hype for? Like I don't know. Yeah, especially because like it's still even. It's not like you're showing it to them now. You're still you gotta wait even longer. Right, exactly. That. And so that, yeah, <laughs> for I your wait, kids. Yeah, probably like ten years maybe. Yeah, for them they to really understand it. Exactly. Really truly. Yeah. 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 Man, that's a that's crazy. So yeah, so a new hope was tied with the Force Awakens and the Rise of Skywalker. So we are seven movies down. We've got four to go. We've got some really good ones left. Let's do <clears> it, baby. Let's all do right. It. Now, I would like to tell you guys what number four is, but I can't because we have another tie. Oh, are you kidding me? So wow. t- we have a two way tie for third. We had a three way tie for fifth. Now we have a two way tie for third. On our collective list of ranking all eleven Star Wars films, and they are t- those two films are Episode Number Three, Revenge of the Sith, and 
episode number six, Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So again, when you have four different people sending in their results, and I've seen all of y'all's results. You guys have not seen anyone else's but your own because I did the math on it. But let's start by saying where uh, Revenge of the Sith is on your list. Justin? For me, Revenge of the Sith is number three. Number three. I went with five. Okay, five. Three. Three, and I had it at four. Okay. <clears throat> so so we're all around the same spot. So we, we really liked Revenge of the Sith. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. 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 Definitely the best <laughs> movie in the prequel oh, trilogy. Oh, yeah. Right? Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. down. Like, oh, I, I watched Revenge of the Sith in theaters like five times. Yeah. It was, wow. it was incredible. It really yeah. was. So so what are the, some of the things we loved about it? Uh, I think it was a complete storytelling from beginning to end. Uh, we, we knew it was going to end with him becoming Darth Vader. And I, did, I think it did a really good job progressing him to that turn, that, that turn to evil. Like, you could mm-hmm. clearly see it you could progressing. See it happening. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you reach that turning point in the movie, obviously, when he hacks down all these little younglings. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. The scene is so intense, and it's so, like, you're like, am I seeing what I'm seeing right now? And it happens. It legit happens. It, it's not like a, a pull away and you, you see nothing. No, you legitimately see him hacking away at these little younglings. Yep. And that's it. That's his turn. He's, he, there's no going back from that. He is literally killing his innocence. He's, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I said it perfectly there. Well said. Well yeah. said. Yep. Stephen, what did you love about You had a number three, you said, right? I did. So tell I us did. what you loved about it. The duels, for sure. The battle between him and Obi-Wan. I mean, oh, you can't get much better than that. Mustafar, I've got the high ground, all of that. It was just amazing. Well done. It was. It lasted forever. It and did. It, it, the, yeah. music, it didn't, the music was good, yeah, too. it was. Yeah. But it wasn't one of those, like, oh, is this going to end already? It was like, keep going. We want yeah. more yeah. more more. And not only that, you know, like Justin was saying, it was very well progressed. Like, the whole time I'm, he's, he's about to turn, I'm like, don't do it. And you oh, know yeah. it's going to eventually happen. Yep. Yeah. But you're still feeling like, no, you don't have to go. So... I loved it. I really did. Mm. Yep. Mm. Such a good movie. Yeah. And it's, it's also was cool getting to see him have the same, um, the same decisions to make as Luke did in the original in a lot of ways. (laughs) And watching him choose Um, all the wrong ones. And watching how he did, made different decisions. Yeah. Than him. Um, like, so, so you could really see like that kind of progression. Uh, the only part that like, really, the only parts that I didn't like about it was the, wasn't even really that movie's fault. It was its foundation. It yeah. was built on <laughs> the two worst movies in the, tr- in, uh, in the setup yeah. and it is hard to build something great on a shaky foundation. So that would be the only part that really, mm, it wasn't words. even really its fault, but it was just, built on you know like i said shaky foundation yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good word man and also uh i'll just never forget the the scene of yoda fighting um oh, yeah palpatine <laughs> yeah. in like the senate chamber or whatever you call that i mean that yeah. was crazy man so yeah without a doubt the better the best of the the prequels um yeah it was really good yeah okay so now let's talk about the movie it was tied with it was tied with episode number six, Return of the Jedi. So let's go ahead. For me, Return of the Jedi was number five. Justin? I had it at number six. Number six. Yeah. Anthony? Three. Three. And Steven? Number one. Whoa. Number one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. All right. Yeah, much different. All right. Well, then we're going to have to start with you, man. I mean, as far as 
Return of the Jedi. It's just to me, I loved it. It was just the best ending. You get Anakin coming back to the good side. Yeah. Um, you get to see the actual real actor behind Darth Vader. Yes, we all know the voice, but that's not the guy who did the actual voice. Right, we all know right. that. So you get to see all that, and then you know Luke's the one that saves him. I mean, that's just yep. the perfect ending to me. Mm-hmm. I, Redemption, right? Yes, one hundred percent. I mean, then you got Ewoks too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> who, who yeah. doesn't like Ewoks? <laughs> yes. Oh man, yeah. You forget how like brutal they are. Oh, <laughs> yeah. sure. savage man. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> They and, uh, destroy stormtroopers and uh, some of those. Uh, I don't know what those things are called again, but those uh, light the light speeders that they're uh, riding on in the oh, yeah. in the forest, oh, which seemed man. like they were a terrible idea. Like, <laughs> you think, yeah, the the turn ring on those things with the, all the trees around, but <laughs> yeah, uh, but I just enjoyed their that that scene that overall and uh, climaxing with the um, trying to get into the fort with uh, Han and Leia and all yeah. of them. So I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed Return for sure. I mean, I had a, the lowest out of everybody here. Yeah, were you having uh, it? Uh, six, six. Okay, yes, yeah. I had it at six. Um, and the main reason with that for that was, I mean. <sighs> Boba Fett was was killed and underutilized, and yep. I feel I like agree. they could have stretched that out a little bit more. Um, yep. Granted, he's a fan favorite, and he only has, like, what, seven minutes of total screen time. Um, yep. So I feel like underutilization of characters that they, they did in that movie. Um, I, I mean, even, even Jabba the Hutt, I feel like, was a little underutilized as far as, I mean, he really was just like a, like a fat slob when, in all actuality, knowing the prequels now, he's actually a little bit more than that. He was like mm-hmm. a... Uh, a crime lord, uh, yeah. syndicate yeah. leader type of thing. Um, so I mean, just a lot of underutilization, I thought. Um, but I mean, I still enjoyed it. Absolutely, yeah. still enjoyed it. See, for me, thinking back on it, though, I always love when Luke comes and saves the day, and they and he saves them. Epic. Um, he's kind of a wise, wise ass though. Like he's like, <laughs> oh, I, I'm, yeah, I know all now because a little I spent bit. He's acting, training. Di- like, yeah, he's yeah. acting much different than what you saw in episode five. Right, exactly. Yeah, but I do think thinking back to just growing up and watching these movies when I was young, I think it was my f- back then. It was my favorite to watch. Like I, th- I appreciate mm-hmm. another movie in that uh, trilogy more now. Mm-hmm. But back then, it was just always my favorite one to watch because you know the good guys win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and just it's just so victorious and. Um, there's so much celebration. So, yeah, literally celebration at the celebration. end. Celebration, yeah. yep. it's pretty it's epic. A, it's a party yeah, with the uh, with the helmets of the stormtroopers. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. hanging <laughs> on the drums. <laughs> where, where are those heads? Okay, so um, let's go to number two. Now, I know what you're probably thinking if you're listening. There's only two movies left, and one of them has been known uh, by almost everybody as the best uh, Star Wars film, and the other one is not even a main storyline film. So, we're going to say number two. There's no tie. There's been a lot of ties recently. It's a clear number one and clear number two, although it was closer than you'd think. Number two is a side story, the Star Wars story of Rogue One. So, before we talk about Rogue One, let's talk about where it lands on your list. Justin? Yeah, I actually had Rogue One at number four. Number four. Okay. Pretty low. Two. Two? Had it at four as well. You had it at four. Okay. I had it at number one. Wow. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, uh, hands down too. So um, maybe maybe you and I should just go at, at bats here, Justin. <laughs> you having it at four, <laughs> me having it at one. Uh, do you want to go first? You want anything you want to say? Well, you're the one who had number one, so I think okay. I want to hear why. I want to sure. Hear. I, I think I just uh, I didn't know what to expect at all. Like I under, I understood the storyline and the premise coming into it, but I think seeing 
a lot of times these movies, like, you know, the whole purpose of it was to show how they got the plans of the Death Star, uh, which is how in A New Hope they, you know, uh, blow, blow up the Death Star because they got these plans. And it was so epic to see everything that it cost the, the, the people in the film to actually get this mission done literally cost them their lives. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like uh, just one or two people died. Literally every single one of them yeah. died to get it out. And, yep. um, I, I, man, I just loved all the characters. Um, I loved, it was really an, ens- an ensemble. And they it, they work better as as a team, really. Like, yeah. I mean, each individual, I mean... I mean, I, I like the I like the individual characters, but I feel yeah. like they worked best when they were uh, playing off of each other. Right. Yeah. And it it came out in 2016. Okay. Being able to see Darth Vader in 2016, <laughs> albeit for a few minutes, yes, was outstanding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I agree with that. Outstanding. And something I didn't mention about um, Revenge of the Sith that I I really appreciate with prequels is when they can at the end of it really clearly connect. And that was the best thing in Rogue One, how it just connected. Smooth transition. So smooth. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I did enjoy that. Smooth transition into New Hope. Uh, it literally it ends where the fourth one uh, picks literally up. Literally picks That's up. Right. Yeah. 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 And one, one of the things that I really loved about it was it's the only Star Wars movie that is not about the like royalty of the franchise um, in the sense of like – the, or the higher ups in 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 this rebellion, um, because lots of times movies end up, or in, especially like war movies and things like that, about big battles. It's about the it's about the generals and things like that, and you know you're yeah. doing about all those big name people. This was much more about the you know people who were doing the. Like nasty work of the rebellion, mm-hmm, for sure. You know, getting the grunts. Yes, yeah. yeah, the grunts, literally in know, the trenches, like literally, were, yeah. yeah. Like I, I remember when they were fighting on the beaches, and I just, I don't know, I thought of like a, I don't know, it reminded me of like a scene from like a Vietnam movie, and just like you know, as they as they were fighting, and just like the the hopelessness of it, and it being real hopelessness, you know, not yeah. this wasn't. There wasn't going to be a moment where they were saved, you know. Like you, you, you were kind of you were hoping there was, but you you very much knew that he, none of these people really had plot armor, you know. In that sense, like you know, when Luke and Leia and you know Han get in trouble, you know, you know, I mean, you, you know, maybe one of them might get into real bad trouble but you know like pretty much all of them are going to get out and this there was there, there was none of that you know it was <laughs> no lifeline yeah yeah, yeah hey, that's that's a really good point so and so it actually had stakes yeah like, you oh, really for sure yeah you really could I mean, feel that number one thing that vader scene i mean oh who can gosh. say enough yeah. about that i mean yeah. that vader scene was amazing the only critiques i had was a cgi on leia and oh, Tarkin. Yeah. yeah that's the only two, which i get they had to do it yeah I just felt like it could have been done better. Yeah, sure, that's fair. That's fair. And I, so for me, when I when I'm ranking movies, one thing that is important for me is like I don't know if the, I don't even know if this is a proper word, but rewatchability. For me, like, it, what movie can I just like if I if I, if I have some spare time and I'm going to throw something on? Can I can I just throw on and have in the background and be happy? And this for me is it's always the first one that I would watch. So that's that's another reason where I was like, if if I'm going to turn it on more more frequently than any other, 
I guess it's probably up there on my list. I mean, you just yeah. enjoy chaos, I guess. Is that what I it do? Is? Yeah, man. Doom I love and gloom. I love chaos. Nah, but, uh, I love risk. One highlight I need to mention about this real, real quick is K two S O. Oh like, yes, like, like Alan Tudyk, man. Oh, so <laughs> yes, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, hilarious good. droid. Uh, he needs a prequel series, I think. <laughs> <laughs> just him. That's good. Okay, let's move on. Um, we have one movie remaining, and of course, we come down to episode number five, The Empire Strikes Back. So, yeah. let's go around and share where we had it on our list. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number two. And I also had it at number two. Okay. So, shout out to you, Steven. Good man. Good man. <laughs> How about you guys go first with your number one rankings? Uh, I, number one is because of the battle of good and evil, and yeah. this ends with evil kind of taking the upper hand and literally taking the hand. So, uh, it is. Yeah. It was uh, quite incredible. Um Incredible. Very and incredible. Darth Vader, you really feel his uh, intensity. You really, yep. uh, his, his, uh, strive, yes, his striving for turning his son mm. uh, because it's revealed at the end that he is his father. Like, yes. well, come on, like, what the heck, man? And um, he really makes that, uh, that buildup of the reveal. And then he's like, now join me and take your place by my side. Yeah. And, uh, just Luke's reaction to that is is an, is just so genuine. I feel like, and uh, I remember them talking about like behind the scenes when they were filming it, and uh, the only person who knew what the line was going to be was uh, James Earl Jones himself, uh, who was voice acting it. And really? so they just yeah they just told Luke Skywalker to just scream at the top of his lungs like no like be emotional build it in there and so Luke didn't even know it was coming until it, he he saw yeah. it in theaters like really yeah, yeah the line I believe the line that he actually that the actor who was acting as Vader actually said was Obi Wan destroyed your father yeah. I believe was that's the line. What it, yeah that's it's impossible Obi Wan killed your <laughs> yeah. father yeah and he says no like he just screams and like yeah. So, yeah, nobody knew except for James Earl Jones because he delivered the line. Wow. And then it premiered, and then all the people walking out yeah. of the theater are like, oh, my goodness, yeah. like, what happened? Yep. So, yeah, that's how epic it, that reveal was. Yeah, and, and I don't have that memory, right, because I wasn't alive in 1980. Right, but correct. everything I've heard is like it was the talk of the world when it happened. Yeah, when it happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, obviously, I, don't, I'm not, I wasn't around then either, um, yeah. but just – how much you like you you feel from those scenes yeah. just from watching it just rewatching it over and over again like it it, it hits hard it really yeah. does mm. yeah and one of the like and actually how you were saying earlier how much you liked return of the jedi especially when you're younger because the good guys won it's actually kind of one of the reasons why that empire i think is best because cuz you love evil sure <laughs> <laughs> um it, it it turned it on it, it was unexpected it was on your head like you know it's one of the greatest, you know, ends in for a movie because you're like, okay, well, okay, the good guys are gonna win, the good guys are gonna win, and the movie ends, the good guys aren't winning. Yeah, you know, they they are behind. They are. It, it, it was one of the you know first movies to really adopt this idea of you know, you you the good guys don't end up on top at the end of the movie. Yeah, you know. 
they're playing off of decades and decades of of the fans being ingrained with the good guys always win, the good guys always yes. win. All these westerns, war movies, all this yep. kind of stuff. They've all the, the fan base has been ingrained with that. And then like the the white hats always beat the black hats like yep. every single time. And then finally, this movie comes out and Darth Vader is on top. Yeah, like, and yes. it's and it's after three years of waiting from the previous movie, which also wrecked the world and blew everyone away too. Yeah, right. Yeah. So so these people are waiting and waiting and waiting, and then you have that. It end that way with yeah. the, the bad guys on top. It's just yeah. so crazy. Yeah, and especially with New Hope ending with an improbable victory over this, what seemed like an insurmountable force. Um, and then you're like, okay, well, something similar is going to happen. You know, something yeah. like that's going to happen. But nope, that doesn't happen. And, you know, you know, it ends and, you know, they kind of just, you know, they fly off. Luke's arm is missing and, <laughs> you know... <laughs> And you're just like uh, well, not to mention Han. Shot. Han is yes. uh, Han is frozen, carbonite. frozen yeah. crypt, uh, carbonite, carbonite, carbonite. <laughs> carbonite. <laughs> As he delivers one of the one of the uh, coolest lines ever. Yeah. Oh, hands down. I hit that. I, I hit my wife with that all the time. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing. And Stephen, it's like the most popular Star Wars film. Like most people would say, the best Star Wars movie is. Empire Strikes Back. 100%. It really is. I mean, everyone always says that. For me, Return and Empire are 1A, 1B. You know, I love Empire just as much as I love Return. I just like Return just a little bit more. Sure. I mean, you have those. In Empire, you still have all those iconic scenes. Number number one, of course, the ultimate Vader reveal. You know, Mm -hmm. I am your father. Um, Then you have the Hoth scene. I mean, all all those walkers and everything just creeping up on him. I mean, it's just amazing. You know, very well done. And then you got the big old, um, what is it, the snow monster? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Knocking right. Luke out. Yeah, That's right. Oh, and the and when Han chops open the... Uh, oh, yeah, the Tauntaun. Tauntaun. Yeah. 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 inside, yep. Oh, so nasty. <laughs> Gotta love that, man. So nasty. Okay, well, guys, we did it. 11 movies right there for you. We have ranked all 11 of them. Um, pretty good list. I, I mean, would you guys say any crazy surprises for you? You know, we didn't have Phantom Menace at like number six or something, right? So, I mean, mm. there was a few of us who had some some suspect ones. Yeah, mm. but for the most part, I feel like it was a pretty good list. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like you know the top and the bottom were pretty much you know set correctly, and then really the middle was in my mind. I mean, that's where your it's up to preference is what you like best. Sure. You know, yeah. when you're talking about 11 movies, you, you're you talking about, you know, four through seven or eight. You're, I mean, you're really just talking about how do you feel on that day? How does this person feel about that movie specifically? Yeah. No, that's a good word. That's a good word. Well, boys, that's it for our uh, Star Wars uh, collective list, our rankings, yeah. all 11 of them. This um, is just all in preparation for Mandalorian season two. That's man. it. Just yep. letting our Star Can't Wars wait. whistle. Let's get that's it. That's right. So we'll we'll we will definitely have more content on that. We'll have a we'll do a review show um, as well where we kind of review uh, maybe season one of Mandalorian and then get ready for our episode breakdowns as well. Uh, before we get out of here, do you guys have any recommendations you want to talk about for anything you're watching or anything like that? If not, totally fine. I'm I'm ready to get out of here. So no worries. <laughs> Uh, actually, no, I I got nothing going on right now. Wow, yeah, it's a um, shocker. I know, right? I know. Usually, you're the one that brings brings uh, brings the party when it comes to those. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't really have one at the moment either. Um, you know, just been 
kind of watching through random things at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. We need to. We pr- I probably need to go watch. I don't know if I can watch all of Mandalorian season one. I did start rewatching it. Did you? I did yeah. do that. Yeah. I probably should. The, it, the one thing I one thing I did not like about season one is the fact that the episodes are like thirty six minutes. So it's really not that long. And there's only what episode s- two is thirty two minutes. Yeah. There's only what <laughs> six of them. Uh, or is there eight of them? Pretty sure there's eight. It's yeah, six or eight. It's I not that it's many. Eight. Yeah. Okay. So I mean that's doable. I could. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> you guys know me. You, you can't yeah. do that. No, no. <laughs> you have two weeks, and you can now get through eight episodes. Uh, I promise you that. Yeah. I should have done it while I was in quarantine. You should have. Yeah. yeah. That would have been a smart move. I don't know what you did. but Way anyway. to go. Way to go. I don't even know what I did either. All right. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Steven, thank you for joining us, brother. Thank you for having me, guys. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's good to have you on the pod. Good to have a true Star Wars expert, too. And you guys, our listeners can't see it, but he's he's decked out. He's in a Star Wars gear. Got to be. Man, I respect it. I really respect that. Gotta so, love it, man. Gotta love it. Okay, so for our special guests, Stephen Cummings and Shimato and Sandy, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.